0: Welcome to the podcast of Faith Forward Church of Atlanta with Pastor Jonathan Richardson. Our current series called Catalyst is designed to give you the fuel that will propel you into your purpose. Stay tuned for today's message based out of Exodus chapter 4 verses 10 through 17 entitled You're Qualified.
1: We are in... Uh, the book of Exodus. Exodus, this is uh, the call narrative of Moses. I'll be focusing on some of the various call narratives for the next few weeks, and we're going to start with the call narrative of Moses. I believe you're going to receive something that's going to make you all the better. Do you believe it today? Amen. Here's what it says. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord, I have never been eloquent, neither in the past, nor since you spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. The Lord said to him, who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go. Somebody say go. Say it one more time. Go. Now go, I will say you speak, I will help you speak, and will teach you what to say. Verse 13, but Moses said, pardon your servant, Lord, please send someone else. Did you get that? Who's ever felt that way? Please send someone else. Verse 14, then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, what about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He's already on his way to meet you, and he will be glad to see you. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. He will speak to the people for you, and it will be as if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him. That's heavy. I don't have time. It will be. As if he were your mouth and as if you were God to him. Don't have time. But take this staff in your hand so you can perform the signs. Somebody say signs. So you can perform the signs with it. Here it is. The Lord's anger burned against Moses and he said, what about your brother Aaron Levi? I know he can speak well. He's already on his way to meet you and be glad to see you. Here it is. You shall speak to him and put words in his mouth. I will help. Somebody say, the Lord's going to help me. I will help both of you speak and will teach you what to do. Why don't you push your neighbor next to you and tell them my title, you're qualified. Come on, that's the wrong neighbor. They're not happy about it. Come on, find somebody on the other side and and, and tag them real quick and just say, neighbor, you're qualified. Come on, tell them, don't let the devil fool you. You got what it takes. You're qualified. You're qualified. Glory to the Lord. Can we clap for this praise team? Amen. They just came in here and they sacrificed time and effort. I thank God for them. They are wonderful. Thank you, Emmanuel. Bless the Lord. Beloved, today we are beginning a series entitled Catalyst. And I want you to understand on the outset my primary aim and objective of our time together during this month and the little beyond. The primary thing, church, that I want for you to see is I want you to see yourself as the initiator of the solution and the solution to the problem. Can you say amen today? I want you to see yourself as the initiator of the solution. And the solution to the problem. One of the things, church, that we must engage is that God has placed each of us and assigned each of us various areas of the kingdom, Sequoia, to be solution givers and problem solvers. God has assigned us a jurisdiction. God has given us a range of influence. God has put us in a particular realm and a particular place because God has assigned us, Coleman, where we are to be solution givers and problem solvers. That's why God gave you that vision. That's why God put you in that ministry. That's why God has this burning desire and sensation in your heart for you to do something in this season that you've never done before. I want to prophesy to your neighbor real quick because I can't help but prophesy and tell your neighbor that in this season, you're going to do something that you have never done before. Come on, open your mouth and tell somebody next to you. I don't care what you feel about it, what you think about it. You are about to do something in this season that you have never done before. And the reason is because as leaders in God's kingdom, God does not just desire us to be passive, but God desires us to be active in bringing God's kingdom on earth. God does not desire us to sit back, but God desires that we take an active role in the various areas of influence that God has afforded us. Now, I want you to help me understand this today, that leadership can simply be defined as the ability to influence. Did you get what I just said? I'm gonna drop a lot of bass this month, so go on write it down. I said leadership can be defined as the ability to influence, and whether you know it or not, God has strategically placed you in a position where you have influence that can be felt in a way that will ultimately bring glory to God. Did you get what I just said? God has positioned you where you have a level of influence that can be felt in a way that will ultimately bring glory to God. Your job is your place of influence. Your church is your place of influence. Your family is your place of influence. You are not by happenstance, Yolanda, where God has put you. God has designed you and has put you there on purpose because God understands I need a kingdom representative in the places in this world and in culture that can go into the systems of the world and change the world to reflect the glory and the kingdom of God everywhere you go you need to have this understanding that when I show up the kingdom shows up I can't hear nobody talking to me you need to have this understanding that wherever you go wherever you find yourself when you show up the kingdom shows up Calvin when you show up God shows up Sequoia when you show up the spirit of God shows up and the reason is because you are God's representative in the earth. You are as Ephesians and the New Testament says you are Christ ambassador. That is why when you go someplace you come in the representation of the king because you represent the kingdom. I want to help your neighbor today because your neighbor does not understand the power that they walk in. Your neighbor does not understand the power that God has given them. Your neighbor has yet to realize the true meaning of who God has created them to be and your neighbor in the month of march is about to understand that god gave you purpose god created you on design and god is about to shift you into a new level of kingdom favor and influence i feel like i preached for just one minute can you open up your mouth and declare it god is about to shift me into a new level of kingdom favor and kingdom influence why because i represent the king i can't hit nobody in here god is about to send me into a new level of kingdom favor and kingdom influence why because i represent The king leadership can be defined as the ability uh, to influence. It is my prayer and my desire that over the course of these next few weeks that God reveals a deeper level of purpose for your life by revealing to you your circle of influence. Did you get what I just said? I said it is my prayer that over these next few weeks, God reveals your purpose for your life by showing you your circle of influence. And watch it, church. When God shows you your circle of influence, you begin to be a catalyst to activate God's will in the earth. Hallelujah. When God shows you your circle of influence, you begin to be a catalyst to activate God's kingdom in the earth. Even now, you need to open your mouth and declare, I am a catalyst for the kingdom. I I can't hear nobody. Say it out of your mouth. I I am a catalyst for the kingdom. Understand, church, that a catalyst can simply be defined as an event or a person that causes change. Did you get it? A catalyst can be defined as an event or a person that causes change. A catalyst brings change. A catalyst or agents of change catalysts shift their surroundings and the truth is as believers and as people of faith this is what we are we are people that do not cause change but we cause radical change I wish I had a neighbor that would talk to me as representatives of the kingdom we are not just people that cause change but we cause radical change when you walk in a room the room should turn upside down I can't hit nobody in here when you walk into a place the spirit of God the wind of God the Numa of of God should come in behind you and people should say what in the world just walked in this room I can't hear nobody in the house today when you walk into the room the fragrance of God should follow you and people gotta turn around and say do you smell that it smells like the Holy Ghost I can't hear nobody in here because when you walk in the room people need to turn around and say who is that they represent God the gospel ministry of Jesus was all about radical change Jesus did not come to be a part of the status quo Jesus came to flip the script and I came to help you today that the reason you hear faith is to flip the script the, the, the reason God has put you in the position God has put you Alicia is to uh, Alexis is to put the flip the script and somebody needs to get this out of your mouth if you are going with the flow you are maybe not going with God I can't hear nobody in the house today that sometimes you don't go with the flow because sometimes to be a radical person God says go against the flow I can't hear nobody can I talk to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that that's what's wrong with the world today everybody doing what everybody else do i can't hit nobody in here can i tell you that's what's wrong with your neighbor and some people's neighbor is because they have yet to do what they know they need to do based upon what god said and not what the world demands i'm talking to you because this is a time in your life where you about to walk in the favor and purpose of god And I want you to receive this by faith that this is the season God is about to send you into new territory. You ain't saying nothing to me. God is about to send you into new territory. Watch it. With a divine agenda to be a catalyst for the kingdom of God and for the sin saving and for the salvation of souls. Open your mouth and declare it. This is the season I am a catalyst for the kingdom for the salvation of souls. I can't hear nobody. This is a season. I am a catalyst for the kingdom, for the salvation of souls. And here's what I want someone to receive. God is about to qualify you for what you assigned to. God is about to show you that you're qualified for what you have been called to do. And I want you to get this, that God has already assigned you to do something that he qualified you for from the foundation of the earth. Did you get what I just said? God has already called you to where you're going. So the next time you question where God is taking you, understand he saw you there, that's why he put you there. You missed what I just said. The next time you question why you got what you got, where you are, or why you in the place you are, God would not send you someplace he did not see you prospering. And if God put you there, it's because God has a purpose for you being there and to bring you out on the other side. Can I preach for about 30 seconds and tell your neighbor next to you, don't worry about it, you're coming out on the other side. I can't hear nobody in the house today come on don't worry about your money you're coming out on the other side don't worry about your relationship you're coming out on the other side god put you there because he has a place for you be aware of the fact church that god has assigned you to something that he has already qualified you for And really, church, this is the tension that we wrestle with, uh, the tension of being called but not feeling equipped. That's the tension, Mother Cawthon, that we wrestle with, the tension of being called but not feeling equipped. It is the tension of being assigned but looking over the fact that God has already qualified us for our assignment because if God did not qualify us for our assignment, we would not already be there. Did you miss that? I said if you weren't qualified, you wouldn't be there. If you couldn't handle it, he wouldn't have gave it to you. And the reason you got it is because God says, I know what you can take. Look at your neighbor and say, you can handle it. You can handle it. This is where we find and see Exodus chapter four. This is the call of Moses. But more specifically for our intents and purposes, this is God reassuring Moses that he is qualified for what he is about to be called to do. If you examine Exodus chapter 4, much of it is God convincing Moses that he can handle the great task of going to Pharaoh and telling Pharaoh, let God's people go. I need to pause for a moment and tell you that whenever God is ready to bring a change in the earth, God will send a deliverer to the people. You ain't saying nothing to me. I'm gonna drop a lot of bass I hope you're ready if if, if God is telling you and sending you something whenever God wants to change something God will always send a deliverer to the people And in many cases, what God will do is he will use someone that has a direct experience and a direct connection to the people that he wishes to deliver, to send them into that place, Keisha, and pull them out. Do you know who is the best person to deliver a drug addict, and ex-drug addict? I can't hear you talking to me. I can't hear you talking to me. Do you know who the best person is to deliver people? The person that just came out of it, the person that lived it and said, I grew up without a daddy. I grew up without a mama. I know what it's like to lose a child. I am your deliverer. The best person to go is the person who's already been there. And that's why you're looking around trying to figure out why God is calling you to a ministry that you don't like. And the reason is because you know what divorce looks like. You can heal them. You know what a widow looks like. You can heal them. You need to understand God is sending you in the place you have experienced because he's about to send you as a deliverer. Remember that when Moses was born, an edict had gone out through the land to kill the male babies because the Hebrews had become too numerous. Are you still with me? but Moses biological mother put him in a river and by the hand of God baby Moses was guided right to the house of Pharaoh where Moses watch it a Hebrew by birth would be raised as an Egyptian random occurrence I think not it was intentionally designed by God thereby watch it Moses would become familiar with the Egyptian systems you ain't ready for me in March the ways of the Egyptians and the ways the Egyptians moved but all the while Moses was an undercover deliverer Oh, I wish I had a church that to help me preach that. Moses was an undercover deliverer of his people the whole time. Can you look at your neighbor and tell you, God sent me here to save your self? I can't hear nobody in the house today. Come on, tag your neighbor and say, I'm an undercover Moses. You didn't even know I was sitting here to deliver you. I can't hear nobody in the house today. I'm an undercover Moses. You didn't even know God put me here to snatch you out of the place you just came out of. I am the one that God sent into your life to pull you out of the mo- and Myra play and put a new song in your mouth. Clap your hands and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Moses was an undercover deliver. Can I tell you why God gave you that assignment? God gave you that thing. It's because you are the one we are looking for. You missed what I just said. You looking for the solution, but you the solution. You're looking for the answer, but you the answer. Can I tell you why God gave it to you It's because you're the one we are looking for. That's why when they came to Jesus, they said, are you the one or should we look for another? And Jesus said, the blind see, the lame walk, the deaf can hear. You go tell John, I am what I am. I can't hit nobody in here. But can you look at your neighbor and say, baby, I got the whole package. I can't hit nobody in the house today. I got the whole package because I am God's agent in the earth. Open your mouth and declare this over your life. God sent me here to fix the problem. Can't hear no body. Deontay, open up your mouth and declare it. God sent me here to fix the problem. And this is my whole point, my whole aim, my whole thesis today. You're qualified for what God is calling you to do. That's all I want you to get today. I got a lot of bass to drop in about 19 minutes. You are qualified for what God is calling you to do. And let me give you three reasons why you are qualified for what God is calling you to do and why you are a kingdom catalyst. And the first reason is you're qualified because of God's correction of your doubt. The first reason you're qualified is because God is going to correct your doubt. In other words, God is going to fix why you can't do it. Can't hit nobody. The reason you are qualified is because God has not called you to do anything great unless you wrestle with doubt. That's where you will find yourself concerning the call of God on your life. It is, can you handle what God has called you to do when you don't know why he called you to do it? I wish I had a witness today because if you're ever going to be used by God, you're going to have to be comfortable with the call. Even though you don't know why he said you got to be the one. Can I talk to you and tell you you are the one? Stop looking around. I can't hit nobody in here. That's why you are who God called you to be. Well, we find Moses in the text. Moses wrestled with doubt. And the primary cause of his doubt was because he was insecure. Watch it about a noticeable weakness. Can I help you? It's easy to be confident when you have a hidden weakness. You missed it. It's easy to stand in front of a crowd when nobody knows who you really are. But what when you do when your problem is on display? Hallelujah. What do you do when God tells you to do something and everybody can say by the eye of you, you ain't qualified? I'm talking to about three people in here because God is calling you to do something and everybody around you say nah baby that can't be you, I can't hear nobody in the house today, you, God is telling you to go and change nations, go shift atmospheres, go bring the kingdom of God into earth and you looking around and people looking at you and say nah not you I knew you before you, that's what they said about Jesus, aren't these the, the brothers and sisters of Jesus do we not know his mother Mary and his father, no 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 baby you don't know this me, I can't hear nobody in here. You know the me I used to be but you don't know the me when I came into my assignment. I can't hear nobody in the house today. I need you to open up your mouth for everybody that's doubting your purpose. Everybody that's doubting the call. Everybody that's doubting what you are saying. You might have knew me then but get to know me now. I can't hear nobody in here. You knew the old me but get to know the me God called. Get to know the me God has put into motion in my purpose. You knew the old me but this brand new new me and i want to help somebody in the house today because what you don't understand is that god will tell you to do something when everybody can tell you don't look ready i'm talking better than you talking to me god will tell you to do something when everybody else can't say you're ready and what do you do when god tells you to help families but you a divorcee you ain't said nothing what do you do when god tell you to to preach prosperity but you ain't got no money Can I tell you what you do? You obey God. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, obey God, obey God, obey God. Notice the quandary of Moses. God calling me to something I don't seem to fit the mold for. Notice what verse 10. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past nor since I have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech and tongue. Got to see this. Because Moses' doubt is directly connected to his weakness and his inadequacies. Understand that what God is calling Moses to do, watch it, is to be the primary communicator for Pharaoh and he can't talk right. You missed it. God is calling Moses to be the primary communicator to a system and he stutters. I, I, know, I know you ain't gonna say amen because you got no problems. I know you ain't gonna say amen because you never wrestle with your own flaws come on talk to me and here is the thing Moses is called to be the primary communicator figure of God even though he has a speech impediment and a list can I help you with this God will always call you to do something where you have to depend totally on his power you ain't saying nothing to me because you're trying to do it in your own power. But that's why my Bible say not by might, nor by power, but by the Spirit. Say of the Lord. I want to help somebody in here that when you get to a place where you stop looking at your own power, God about to show up. I can't hear nobody in the house today. When you get to a place where you stop trying to believe what you can do by yourself, God is going to show up for you. God will always call you to do something where you have to depend totally on his power. Yes. See, the interesting thing about God's qualifying call Is that it's not what you think because he doesn't want you to know it all. Because if you know it all, you don't need God. I'm talking better than you talking to me. If you can do it, you don't need God's power. God, watch it, will always use somebody that will admit, I don't seem qualified. Thus, when God calls you, in many cases, he will expose you to your own weaknesses. I'm talking good. Because until you watch it, can conquer your own doubt, you can't bring down a Pharaoh. I'm going to drop a lot of bass. I hope you're writing. Until you can conquer your own doubt, you can't bring down a Pharaoh. You missed what I just said. Because until you can look at your weakness, you can't depend on God's strength. Let me help you. Until you can be okay with you in the package you in, you can't bring down a Pharaoh. Because you're too busy comparing yourself to the wrong thing. You're comparing yourself to what God wants you to change. If he wanted you to be like it, he wouldn't ask you to change it. That's why you can't look like the world. Because your system is the kingdom of God. Let me keep moving. Let me help you. God's power always manifests the strongest through broken vessels. Did you get it? God's power always manifest the strongest through broken vessels. Can I help the house? The next great thing God is about to do will be with your shortcomings. You missed it. The next thing God is about to do will be with your bad weave. I can't hear nobody. You ain't going to laugh. The next thing God is going to call you to do will be with your ashy ankles. Talk to me, church. God knew you were ashy when he called you hallelujah the next thing god does for you will be in not in spite of your shortcomings but with your shortcomings now let me keep moving the great thing about god is understand what god does he chooses people that will display the glory and give credit knowing they have no business being chosen did you get it god chooses people to bring glory Knowing they got no business being chosen, have no reason or right to be used by God. But watch it. God likes these people. Come here, Saul. You killed everybody. I want you to preach. Say amen. God likes these people. Let me help you. And if they're going to be used by God in your purpose, God never calls the comfortable. God calls and disrupt your regularly scheduled program. Say Amen. So if you want to be called by God, you can't do your program. Say amen today. If you want to be called by God, understand God will disrupt your routine because your routine is not the assignment for the season and one of the reasons many of you are frustrated where you are is because God has been changing your routine because he's putting you in your assignment I wish I had somebody that could testify that I have been challenged I have been stretched I have been changed I don't know where I'm living I don't know what I'm driving I can't understand who's going to pay the bills next week but God I can't hit nobody in here I don't know who's going to come through for me I don't know who's going to change and turn my life around but I trust God has put me in purpose and God has placed me in my assignment Understand, you don't need to avoid your discomfort. Embrace it. You missed what I just said. Don't avoid it. Embrace it. That's what everybody who is called of God is asked to do. Embrace what you don't like because it's not about you. It is about God. Say amen today. Don't let your doubt override God's destiny for your life. Understand, God steps in and corrects Moses. He says to Moses, uh, uh, who gave uh, human beings their mouth? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? In other words, he says to Moses, who you talking to? Who gave you that mouth and the problem you think is too big for you? I wish I said somebody who made you and determined who and what you would be equipped for. God says I did. In other words, Moses, your inadequacies and your insecurities may seem to disqualify you by man's standard, but they are just right for me. It means watch it. I get to qualify you. I know you ain't going to preach because you still trying to figure out how many likes you can get on Facebook. I can't hear nobody in here. I know you ain't going to say amen because you still trying to figure out how many social media followers you can be. But can I tell you, ain't nothing going to bless your life but the stamp of God. I can't hear nobody in the house today. Can I tell you how you know you are really anointed? You are anointed when God approves you in spite of what everybody else said. I can't hear nobody in the house today. Can I tell you, when you are really anointed and you got the hand of God, on your life you know you are anointed when you got less than people and they still don't like you I can't hit nobody in the house today can I tell you why do you know that you are anointed you got the call of God on your life because they not mad at you about where you are they are still hating on the possibilities of what you can become I can't hit nobody in here can I tell you how you know you are anointed people not mad at your present they mad at your future and the reason they are acting the way they are acting towards you is because they are upset said about not where you are but where you're going touch your neighbor real quick I feel a preacher may well and tell your neighbor neighbor don't hate congratulate I can't get nobody in here but can you open up your mouth and tell your neighbor and say neighbor you better stick with me because I'm going somewhere I can't get nobody in here don't talk about me on my way up cause you might have to see me on your way now, I don't know who needs to hear this because I'm qualified for my assignment. Clap your hands and shout. Hallelujah. Yeah. Qualified for my assignment. Here it is. God corrects Moses' doubt. Not only are you qualified because of God's correction of your doubt, but two, you're qualified because of God's instructions for your call. Let me help you. After God corrects Moses' doubt, God gives him instructions. Can I tell you what comes after doubt? God going to talk to you. You missed it. Man of God I love says frustration births revelation. In other words, it is your frustrated place that initially seems hard but eventually gives you clarity. You missed what I just said. God will frustrate you into purpose. And whenever God sends you somewhere into a new assignment, God knows that I have to give you instructions to complete what I've called you to do. This is what we see in verse 12. Because God ensures Moses that even though you are wrestling with doubt, God says, watch it, now go. I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. Notice the revelation in the text is that God does not give him the instruction after saying go. You missed it. Watch the order of the call of Moses. He says go first. Go and then I'm going to help you speak. Can I help the house? You go and after you make up your mind, you're going to get instructions. Y'all ain't helping the apostle today. Did I just say that? Forgive me, Lord. You go and you about to get instruction. After you make up your mind, you're going to obey. Then I'm going to talk to you. Notice this is consistent with many called narratives in the scripture. He says, Abram, leave your family and your kindred. Then I will bless you. I will make you a blessing. I will make your name great. I will make you great and you will be a blessing. He said to the first disciples, trust me and launch out into the deep and then I'll make you fishers of men. Did you get it? Notice God's call usually comes with a decision to obey first. And one of the reasons many people are stunted in their call is because they are lacking instruction out of disobedience you ain't got to say amen can I help the house God tells you what to do after full submission you missed it because in order to walk out the plan of God you got to be sold out I wish I had somebody think about like this would you constantly tell somebody what to do if you know they don't listen come on parents talk to me you're going to tell, somebody say, yeah, I keep telling them, I keep telling them. Would you constantly tell them what to do and you know they don't listen? Hear me. No, after a while, you're going to save your energy for the people that want the blessing. You miss what I just said. After a while, you're going to stop talking to the people that don't listen. Bible says it like this. I don't cast my pearls to the swine. You miss what I just said. In other words, in, if you're going to get this, you're going to want this. ladies I I felt a push right here you need to tell some men if you you gonna end up with this you gonna have to work for it I can't hear nobody in here come on Sharonda that's how you got me she made me work harder than anybody else did if you gonna get this you gonna have to work for it hallelujah men like a challenge ladies come on think about like this you can't waste your energy on people that don't listen no way That is why God is about to bless you because now you're ready. You missed what I just said. The reason God is about to bless you is because you have learned the hard way and you've done it on your own and now you are saying God what's your instruction I can't hear nobody in here I want to prophesy to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that the next instruction you get is going to be after full obedience to the voice of God I can't hear nobody in the house today I want to prophesy to somebody next to you Calvin and tell them that the next thing God gonna tell you gonna be after you give God another yes The next thing God speak to you concerning your future going to be after you tell God, yes, I give myself away so you can use me. Watch it. If you ain't got no instruction, you ain't got no obedience. God talks to you when he can trust you. Did you hear what I just said? You going to hear God more when he can trust you more. Can I give you this? This is how it works. God gauges your progression and your readiness for the next level by what you do now you ain't saying nothing to me that's how God works God says when I can trust you you can get the next thing let me give it to you God will always give your next instruction based on what you did with your now instruction. I'm a dr- I hope y'all right, and I told you I'm going drop a lot of bass in March, all right? We switching gears, all right? God will always give you your next instruction, Alexis, based on what you did with your now instructions. That's why God about to bless your life. Can you look at your neighbor and say, baby, I'm in the now, and I'm ready for my next. I can't hit nobody in here. And the reason I'm ready for my next instruction is because I've been obedient to my now instruction. I can't hit nobody in here. The reason I'm ready for the next level of money that God about to bless me with is because i I was tithing on $10, I can't hit nobody in here. The reason I'm ready for the next level of overflow and favor is because when nobody was at the church, I was sweeping the floor. When nobody was on time, I was stacking chairs. When everybody showed up late, I was opening up the door. When everybody was eating, I was fasting. I can't hit nobody in here. And God says, if you sacrifice for me, I'm gonna open up the floodgates for you. Can you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, it is not in vain. <laughs> I need to preach for about five minutes but tell your neighbor that everything you've done for the God that you serve is not in vain because right now it's payback season look at your neighbor real quick and say neighbor God is about to pay you back for everything that you gave up last year I'm prophesying to you God is about to give you back everything you gave up and he's about to bless you in abundance come here Joe you lost everything last year but when you come into alignment I'm going to give you double for your trouble I feel a preach in my spirit can you talk to your neighbor real quick and say this is the season where God gives me double I can't hear nobody in here this is the season when God opens up the floodgates of the windows of heaven and pulls out a blessing I don't have room enough to receive because I'm walking in full obedience clap your hands and shout hallelujah you missed what i just said church you missed what i just said god will always base your next instruction based on what you do with your now instruction and what this forces us to do church what this forces us to do is that we got to come to a place in our life where we understand that god Is moving us to a new level. Can I help you? God is about to teach you how to walk in something you don't know how to do. You missed what I just said. God is about to give you on-the-job training. That is what Moses received. You missed it. Moses got on-the-job training. He did not know what he was doing. God taught him by the spirit and by his voice. Did you get what I just said? Can I tell you what God said to Moses? He said, go, then I'm going to teach you. Can I tell you one of the greatest lessons I've learned about starting a church? When I go, then God does it. I wish I had a witness. Can I tell you one of the greatest lessons about increase that I'm learning is that when I decide to move, God signs off on my movement. I can't hit nobody. When you want to do it, God won't do it till you decide to do it. Man, of God gave me one of the most powerful words I ever received. It was not a word of knowledge. It was a word of wisdom. And the man of God said, God will not bless your plans. God will bless your decisions. You miss what I just said because you want the prophet to call out your name. No, what if the prophet gives you strategy? God will not bless your plans. God blesses your decisions. In other words, you can plan to get married all you want until you decide your marriage ain't blessed. Talk to me. You can plan to start a business all you want until you decide, fill out your paperwork, your business won't see the prosperity. This is the season You make a decision. That's where Moses was. Lord, please send somebody else. I can't talk. I'm not qualified. And notice, church, that God says, Regina, even though you don't feel qualified, I'm still telling you to go. Sometimes when we're in the car, uh, Zoe is sitting in the back seat. And, and I am usually distracted at red lights by my own thoughts, uh, my own thoughts. My mind is always racing. So I'm at the red light, usually distracted by my own thoughts. And sometimes Zoe is in the back seat and she say, Daddy, green light, go. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, my child can see. My child can see in the spirit. She say, Daddy, green light, go. And what I realize is that there is another voice that is alerting me of my season to move. Can I prophesy to you? You miss what I just said. That in the month of March you about to hear the voice of God over your head. I can't hear nobody in here. That in the month of March you about to hear God over your head tell you to go and do what you are called to do. In the month of March God gonna say go and I'll bless you. Do it and I'll work it out. Do what I said and I'm gonna put it into motion. In the month of March God is saying this is the season you come off the fence. I can't hear nobody in here. That's why Revelation said I wish you were either hot or you were cold I'm tired of you being lukewarm you can't get a blessing you can't drink no coffee lukewarm you like your coffee hot or cold I can't get nobody in the house God said until you decide to be hot I ain't gonna bless it can I approach to your neighbor and tell your neighbor this is a season where you about to be on fire for God and what God is about to do is God is about to tell you to go and you gonna make it can you look at your neighbor real quick and just tap three people tell them go 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 I can't see nobody moving. Come on, come on, tap three people and say, baby, what you're waiting on? Go get your blessing. Go. And I'm going to give you instruction. Go. And I'm going to tell you what to say. I want to help you understand that you are what we are waiting on. One of the greatest words I ever received, starting the church, we were meeting once a month, twice a month. I said, Lord, we're doing good. God said, no, you're slowing me up. <laughs> you missed what I said. I said, God, you mean we're going to have church every Sunday? You mean people going to show up every Sunday? You mean we got to pay rent every Sunday? I don't have a 3 o'clock service. I got an 11 o'clock service. That means they going to hear their pastor speak. I can't hear nobody here. God said, you go and I'll bless it. Can I talk to you? You think you on schedule? You might be holding God up. I can't hear nobody in here. And the reason you might be holding God up is because you're still questioning the call on your life. But until you get to a place where you say, I don't care what they say, I know what God said. And when I know what God said, I'm about to go and get what God got for me. Did you get what I just said? God gives you instructions for your call. Once you understand you're qualified because of God's instructions for your call, also qualified because of correction of your doubt. But notice you're qualified because of God's intention in your connections. Can I help the house for a little bit? You're qualified because God... Is intentional about every place God sent you. Say amen today. God knows why you're at that job. God knows why you're in that place. Let me help you. Every position God gave you, every ministry God placed inside of you was on purpose. Did you hear what I just said? Because watch it. God is not positioning you randomly or by accident. God is a God of detail. Did you get it? God is not happenstance. God is a God of detail. And God is a God of intention. And God knows exactly the intent and purpose behind why you are where God sent you. Notice that as Moses is going back and forth with God, Bible says the Lord's anger burned against Moses. Let me drop it real quick. One of the things that frustrates the purpose of God in your life is hesitation. You missed it. One of the things that frustrates the purpose of God in your life is hesitation. Why, preacher? Because you could have had that blessing last year. You didn't see what I just said. One of the things that frustrates the purpose of God is hesitation. Why? Because you could have had the overflow last year. But because you hesitated to walk in obedience, you are now on delay. Am I talking all right? You could have had that money last year. You could have hidden in your purpose last year. But here it is, you're too busy focusing on what you lack to believe God going to bless you. I want to help somebody. My mother-in-law say, study long, study wrong. Tell your neighbor, that ain't prophetic, but it'll show preach. Study long, study wrong. wrong. Let me help you. What God does is he gets upset with Moses, and he says, I'm going to give you some grace. Can I teach it? He says, Moses, even in your hesitation, I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. The good news is that in your hesitation, church, God still gives you grace for your assignment. Come here, Jonah. You didn't go to Nineveh, but watch me get a whale to fast forward your future to the other side. Even in your hesitation, what God wants is you to turn your heart fully to the assignment. Because guess what? Whether you want it or not, it's still yours you ain't gonna say amen whether you want the call or not it's still God's call for your life and God says if you hesitate the good news is I'm gonna give you grace preacher what do you mean God gonna give you grace well let me help you God turns to Moses and he says alright what about your brother Aaron the Levite I know he can speak well he's already on his way to meet you and he's gonna be glad to see you you missed the prophetic nugget Aaron is already on the way to meet you. You missed what I just said. In other words, you're worried about what you don't have but God said I already sent your help I can't hit nobody in here can I preach to your neighbor and tell your neighbor that right when you are trying to figure it out my Baptist upbringing said God has already worked it out I can't hit nobody in the house today because you worried about what you got and what you don't got but God said I already got your help on the way tap your neighbor real quick and say in your hesitation God about to give you grace and he's about to send help for your assignment he said Aaron Is already on his way to meet you. And let me help you, verse 15. You're going to speak to him and put words in his mouth. Let me help you. In other words, you ain't going to have to do all the work. Deontay, can I help about five people understand how this next season of your life is going to be easy? God going to put people around you to compliment you, not compete with you. I know, I'm flowing different this month. It's cool. God is going to send people to collaborate with you, not compete with you. And can I tell you a sign of who ain't for you? They always worried about what you got and what you doing next. No, baby, why don't you help me get where I'm going instead of worrying about where I'm shopping this week. I can't hear nobody in here. Why are you so mad about what I'm doing? Why don't you say, baby, I support you. Do what God said. One of the things that's going to help your life is understanding everybody can't go. It's cool. It's tight, but it's right. One of the things that's going to help your life is knowing everybody ain't for the next season. Can I tell you the best lesson I learned at the pastor is best some people leave. You ain't saying amen. It's best you leave now because you ain't ready for the next season. Because I need unity in here. Talk to me. And one of the things that's going to bless your life is knowing who ain't ready for what's next. Can I talk to you and tell you why God let you move? Because you was attached to something that ain't in your future. I can't hear nobody in the house today. Can I tell you why God told you to leave that thing and dump that person? Because they ain't where you going next. Can you tell your neighbor, baby, stop living in the past. I can't hear nobody in the house today. If you live in the past, you gonna stay in the past. But if you look to the future, God gonna push you. That's why Paul said, this one thing that I do, forgetting those things which are behind, I stretch forward to the mark of the higher calling. Can I prophesy to your neighbor and tell you baby your future's waiting for you when you ready and look at somebody and tell you I don't want to hesitate my future's calling. My future is calling me and I can't put it on hold any longer. I want to help the house real quick. I want to talk to some people that have made some mistakes. I want to Preach to some people that are not ashamed to admit you didn't do what God said to do when he said to do it. And I want to help somebody that feels like what you did not do disqualified you. Can I come in the house today? I want to help somebody that feels because of where you were and what you did then that God still does not have an assignment for your life. But what if I told you that the reason he chose you is because people can relate to your story? I wish I had a witness today. I might as well get Baptist for about five minutes. Is it all right, Mother Costa? Can I preach for a little while? Uh, But can you tell your neighbor real quick and say, neighbor, the reason that God is about to bless everything that I am connected to is because when I walk into a room, people can see the glory in my story can I tell somebody that when God we gonna take our time Emmanuel? you got me that when God is ready yeah man to bless your life he's gonna send you into the place That God says, I have already ordained. Boy, you sound good. From the foundations of the earth. And in this next season of your life. You about to come into a new level. Of influence. And favor. That eyes have not seen. And ears have not heard. Neither has it been revealed to the hearts of man what God has prepared for them that love him. Can I prophesy to about ten people and tell you that you may have waited too long? Maybe you hesitated, but in this season... God is about to give you a do over I can't hear nobody in here because that word may not be for you but that word may be for your neighbor Because your neighbor knows That every now and again I need a do over I need God To take me back To where I messed up the last time So I can do what the song said I gotta clean up What I messed up I'm starting my life over again I feel Baptist here can I preach but can you look at your neighbor real quick and tell your neighbor that this is the month that God sends you into a new place of grace this is the month where God sends you into unexplainable favor and this is the month where God expands your influence and God expands your territory and the reason that God is about to expand your influence and your territory is because God said you're a catalyst for the kingdom I don't care where you grew up I don't care where you went to school I don't care what side of the track that you grew up on I came to tell you that you're qualified I might as well go ahead and pray but I feel good right now because they told me that the church wasn't going to make it they told me that it wasn't going to flourish they said don't nobody know you don't nobody know your name but can I tell you what God told me he said you're qualified I can't hear nobody talking to me God you're qualified and the reason I chose you is because they ain't going to see you coming I- Hear nobody in here. The reason I chose you is because they'll never suspect that I sit an undercover deliverer to their doorstep to fix their problem, even though they're looking over you. Can I tell you what God is doing in this season? Anthony, I need some drums if you help me. Can I tell? you what God is doing in this season he's releasing a David anointing Preacher, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that God is choosing people after his own heart. I can't hear nobody in here. Can I tell you what God is doing in this year? He's putting people in order. And he's ranking people from who gonna pray for me? Who gonna fast for me? who go serve for me huh, and the people huh, that are gonna do what I told them to do huh, I'm pulling them huh, from the back of the line huh, I can't hear you huh, to the front of the line huh, I can't hear you talking to me huh, come Moses they tried to kill you they tried to take your life but I'm so much God I had your mama put you in a basket and roll you down a river just to put you in your purpose can I preach to your neighbor and tell somebody that in the providential God. Purpose of God sometimes he won't take you the regular route i came here nobody to me can you prophesy because I'm done preaching now and grab your neighbor by the hand I don't see you moving in here come on y'all grab a neighbor I said grab your neighbor by the hand and shake your neighbor and rock your neighbor and tell your neighbor I know you're tired I know you're frustrated I know you feel like Throwing in the towel But can I give you Some good news Your next blessing Is not coming the regular round I can't hit no money That's why God Had to take you Through foreclosure That's why God Had to let you lose your job. That's why God had to let you go through that season because God said your next miracle is coming from your misery. I can't hear nobody in here and I'm about to turn your misery into your ministry. I can't hear nobody in here. I'm done. Y'all feel like you're ready now? lay hands on yourself and tell yourself God's about to tell me where I am headed. he's about to turn my misery into my ministry yes he will he's going to take what I lost and he's going to give me more favor he's going to take what I went through and he's going to turn my situation all the way around i can't can hear you open up your mouth and tell your neighbor you're qualified for the breakthrough, you're qualified for your purpose, you're qualified for your provision, you're qualified for the next level. And I need somebody that can understand what the Bible said verse 17 said but take the staff that's in your hand so you can perform signs with it you ain't getting what I'm about to say Because you know there are such things as a miracle. There are such things as a sign. And there are such things as a wonder. I don't have time to talk about a miracle. And I don't have time to talk about a wonder. But can I tell you about a sign? I can't hear no matter in here a sign is anything that points to the coming of the God you serve a sign is anything that points to the king can I go ahead and tell you why you're qualified because they counted you out because they overlooked you because they said you're not ready but God said uh, that you're qualified uh, because I'm about to make you a sign uh, I can't hear nobody uh, you are going to be a sign uh, for the miracle of God uh, you're going to be a sign uh, for the prosperity of God uh, you're going to be a sign uh, for the favor of God uh, high five somebody uh, on your roll and tell your neighbor, baby, I'm a sign, because if you want to see a miracle, look at me, I should be dead, sleeping in my grave, my last night, should have been my last night, but look me I'm a testimony of the glory of God I'm a sign I'm a sign I'm a sign for what God can do when you turn it over to Jesus I need about five people to get out in the aisle and tell your neighbor I'm praising for your next level I can't hit nobody in here because on the count of three I don't see nobody moving in here we gonna put our hands together and we gonna put our feet on the floor for our next level let God is sending us into can I get somebody to walk around the room and say I'm claiming my next season I can't hear nobody can I get somebody to walk around the room and say I'm claiming my next level can somebody to walk around the moon I'm walking into new favor I'm walking into new territory and can I get somebody to tell your neighbor it's time to put a praise on your level that you're going into I can't see nobody moving it's time to put a praise on the next season that god is qualified you for i can't hit nobody in here i need somebody to step in the flow and step in the beat of what god is doing can you clap your hand i don't see nobody that's ready for a praise party
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Forward podcast. We pray that this word has blessed you and drawn you closer to God. If you desire to connect with our church, please visit www.faithmove.org to join the Faith Forward family or become a covenant partner. We pray that God's abundant blessings, His love, His joy, and His peace continue to reign I'm not afraid to